seven, nine, eight, three, two, six. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Song Podcast. My name is Roger Heathers and with me is... Is Declan Kitchener, the, the bloke who's in this year. Well, we did it. We started a podcast. Yeah! Okay. Um, and that's the end of our podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> the theme of this, um, just to kind of be a little formal for a second, is to write a song from scratch. Both Declan and I will write a separate song from scratch every week. I'll be sharing mine on SoundCloud. And you'll be sharing yours on the podcast, but we'll both be sharing ours on the podcast. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, otherwise, I, like, I haven't heard yours today, so otherwise when it gets to your song, be, what? I hear you've written a song. Did you use chords? <laughs> like, part of the surprise, I suppose, is that we both haven't heard each other's songs until the point that we sit down here in front of the mics and play them. That's going to be interesting. I'll have to think of some things about to say really quickly. This is going well, isn't it? <laughs> it's going amazingly. So now we can actually talk about it instead of like keeping it secret. Because yeah. I've been wanting to tell you about it at different open mics and things. So yeah, uh, it took me four days of not having any ideas at all. Oh really? How long did it take you before you actually got something solid? Oh, see, normally I'm like you. I just wait until Sunday to do it and then write songs. Because uh, just to quickly explain, we have written done this before, but over a shorter period of time. Like you've done mm. it twice, and then I sort of joined in on the last one. But this week I took a different approach. I sort of thought, well, I'll try and get a verse and a chorus Monday. So I had the music uh, sorted uh, last week. But no no vocal. Uh, then the day after that, I got the vocal melody down. The day after that, I got draft of the words down. Then I was just struggling on the bridge, which is what I was telling you. Yeah. Yeah. And then your bridge now, from what you've told me, is instrumental. Is that right? No, I've got a vocal bridge, but I just... Like it's the, thing, it's the pressure of doing it in the week is that, you know, you can't exactly go to town and try out every single idea. So I think I would put a guitar solo in it if I had more time to work on it. Mm-hmm. However, you know, just for the purpose of this weekly song, you know, I don't, uh, for this podcast even, like, it would be a bit weird if I just sat here and just went, okay, this is where the guitar solo goes. Hang tight, everyone. Or just the alternative is just singing doodly doodly doodly. <laughs> both you and I have done live actually. Oh yeah. We can't mock it too much. If you're just one person with an acoustic guitar and a voice, then you have to compromise somewhere. Yeah. My classic womp 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 womp. Oh by the way, we have guitars. Yeah. And a piano and uh, a few things we can play to uh, demonstrate, but So do you wanna get right into it? Can do, yeah. So uh, Declan's up first this week. Uh, here I am. So what's your song called? My song currently is called The Plan. Uh, for no other reason than it was the only words I could think of. Right, so the song that I came up with in a week goes like this. Share a plan to live beyond this land. 
sick of being told to ditch our only goals, live without hope of a future so much better. We stand beside our dreams. We know what this may mean, but I've seen worse. I've lived worse. I can take worse. sing. <laughs> oh, that, that was great. That was great. I think that's one of the, the best you've written, actually. Yes, I start on a high. Um, <clears throat> that is oh, a kind of a uh, little uncomfortable now I've kind of got to follow it, to be honest with you. Really? Well, I mean, there's a few things that I really like. The first two that come to mind is uh, the ending notes where you kind of got a descending thing in the bass. Oh, the... Uh... That's really nice. Yeah. And also the other one was um, just in the verse where you got um, ah, this chord that's sort of outside of the general scale and then it kind of builds up and like brings you back to the root. It's a bit vague, but... Uh, Do you mean uh, the... That one? No, no, no. Carry on the progression. I'll say when it is. What key is the song actually in? I don't know. Um, the verse is in E flat. E sharp. E, so E flat major. <laughs> that's great because that's a. Uh... It's a sharpened second major. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, it's like a type of thing. Except yeah. That's really nice. I like that. And just generally, the uh, yeah, just the general movement of it, and the fact that in the verses the piano kind of dictates what the vocal melody does. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of by accident. Like I was like normally I write on guitar. Normally I'm a guitar player first, but I thought I just want to write something on piano. 
So I just started mucking about the chords as I normally do. So I ended up with these chords. But um, like I tend to arpeggiate chords a little bit when I play, so it just ends up being very Freddie. Very Freddie Mercury. I was trying my best not to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to say it about yourself, do you? But no, that's no, the it, thing. it is. It's very Freddie. Um, but uh, like, I tend to just uh, put extra notes in the scale. So I, ne- I just ended up the pattern ended up being. And I was desperately trying to think of something else to sing over the top of it, but I couldn't. So I thought try the Black this is the only time I'm going to say the Black Sabbath trick in regards to a piano song but uh, they have that trick where like you can hear it in Iron Man where Ozzy Osbourne can't think of a different melody so he just joins in with the and the bass is doing the same thing it's just all in unison yeah even the drums are going boom 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 but I got so excited I hit the microphone that's where it came from uh, and the same thing is happening in the chorus, actually. That the uh, um, incidentally, for those of you listening at home, this is the first time I've used a key change or a modulation. In yes, what is the key change? I, that's the other thing I was going to say. I don't know what key it changes to. I intended to change it to F major, but a G features quite prominently, so it's obviously not F major. I think it's a C. So you're changing from E flat major to C major. That's an interesting. And how do you get there? Can you say how you get there? Well, it's just um, I'm on an A flat here, up to a B flat, and then from and then the B obviously... flat, just hit the C note, like not chord or anything. Just literally just hitting three octaves of C at that point, and then. And what's the first? What's the, oh, it's the D minor. So you in you hit the C, and then you go to up yeah. to G, right? Although it does, it in my head it kind of shows like it's the first one, first key change I've ever used because it feels really sudden to me, like happy in our key. breakthrough moment it's like a sort of and then you sort of burst into it yeah but that's um but like uh the lyrics took ages to try and write like um i couldn't think of anything forever like uh like that whole bit you know the that sort of thing like i was trying to think of some words to put it there and all that just came into my head which just sounds so stupid it was like happy birthday Where you, you come up with like a, a placeholder lyric and you just end up using it anyway. Yeah, well, it's like um, the Beatles, Paul McCartney, uh, when he was writing uh, yesterday, it's like scrambled, it starts off scrambled eggs. Oh, how does it go? I can't play it on a piano, but scrambled eggs. Oh, baby, how I love your legs. <laughs> is, that, is that true? That is genuinely true. He used to play it called Scrambled Eggs. Well, to a lesser extent, in, um, in Hey Jude, you know this, I'm sure, um, he had uh, the movement you need is on your shoulder, and he's playing it to John, who's like, that'll oh, change that bit, change that bit. And then John said, he won't change that bit. It's the best line in the song. It's the best line of the song, and it, and it makes sense, but... Yeah, well, I've actually 
I was having such trouble with the lyrics. I've actually got an alternate sheet of lyrics here, which um, is just the most cliched shit in the universe. You were young and full of dreams, bursting at the seams. Sing forever, sing forever, sing forever. I was actually going to call it Sing Forever for a long time until I decided that it was shit. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, like, the lyrics have come on since then, but the sentiment's still there, and obviously that was the jumping-off point. Yeah. Uh, the whole sentiment of the song is uh, has that whole feel, but it's, like, more developed, obviously, when you get to your later set of lyrics. Yeah. It's kind of... I'm actually going to move back to the piano, because I don't think... Uh, back to the piano? Back to my seat. Okay. Uh, Transitional... Well, I'm in the nervous space. I don't exist. I don't exist. I'm back again. Here we go. Um... Yeah, but this this depressing little ditty is the closest I've ever got to a feel-good anthem. You know what? It's funny. I've, I'm actually doing the same thing with mine. Uh, mine is the first thing you could actually describe as, um, I don't know, not a love song exactly, but, you know, something of that as, as opposed to, you know, just, you know, this is, lyrically I'm speaking, this has happened, that's happened, this is how I'm reacting to this and that. So, yeah, we both written an upbeat one. Yeah. For the first week. What a good start. Yeah. It's a bright start. Like, next week I'm going to counter it by uh, writing the most depressing thing in the universe. <laughs> so, mm. uh, anything else you'd like to say about the development of the song? Anything that... Well, that bridge bit was like, um, I'm going to have to go back over to the piano. Well, I'm in the nervous space, I'm in the nervous space. And I'm back in front of a microphone. So, uh, if you listen back to that, you can probably hear me struggling for the note, because I literally wrote this yesterday. The whole... When we have lost our words When everyone has heard We will rest at last Like that last one, I'm still trying yeah, to figure right. out where it, where it uh, falls But like, that sequence of chords was written uh, Yesterday Like, for the weekend, the whole weekend before that I had this sort of placeholder thing where you go from uh, There's nothing left to say And then it brings times. you back to that root chord again, right? Yeah, so it, it brings you back to the... It gets you back in a nice place to get to the chorus, but it's just kind of felt a bit off doing that. It felt didn't feel right for the song. No, I think just hearing it then, it sounds like it's too jarring. You're in this one place and it gives you a transition and then it just throws you into a, you know... Well, that's the thing. It's another transition. Like, I, I've heard it used in a couple of your songs in Oasis songs and Beatles songs where for example you'll be pootling along in the key of C you just happily go along it's got that kind of effect that's where it's used best yeah but um well not necessarily used best there are, better, there are other uses for it as well but that's just where I think of using it most of the time but it just it just didn't seem to fit there but then if, I guess the thing is, if you, if you have a transition, you want it to be something that's kind of like, you know, it's not just effective, but it kind of is part of the progression of the song, and it actually says something too. So especially if you've got lyrics for it too. Yeah. Which you do now. Yeah, it's all good. Right, I'm going to head back to my normal microphone. I think that's everything. <laughs> and I'm here. You're literally going to have to do that later when you go up to the microphone. You're just going to have to shout, Whoa, it's so trippy out there. I've got my, my uh, Declan's walking over to the piano mic. Riff. It's not just these boots are made for walking. <laughs> 
Right, well, uh, I like the song. Um, Thank you. And yeah, I think it's brilliant. I think it's a really good start to, uh, to the challenge. Shall I play mine, or...? No, I think we should just end it here, mate. <laughs> of course I want to hear yours. All right, I'm going to head over to the piano and play you what... Basically, the first genesis of, of the song that I have now. Okay. And I don't know if my headphones are going to stretch... Uh, we'll we'll over switch there. over. Okay, I'm over at the piano. Um, basically, how it started is in A minor as opposed to the uh, C sharp minor it's in now. And I was playing with that sort of um, that sort of riff that the James Bond theme I think uses. Um, I can't play the James Bond theme, but that sort of thing where you're in a minor key, and then you change the fifth of that to the semitone above, and then above again. It's almost like the um, Eminem thing in Lose Yourself, the basic riff is... Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so I was playing around with that and I thought it sounded a little too... A little too overused and, you know, cliché and, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's an eight mile, so I'm not going to use it. Um, <laughs> Good film, by the way. But um, uh, anyway, so I was playing around with this, but I thought you got your A minor there. You add an F. So basically, if you're not playing the A in the root, then you're a little, then you're rootless there, and you basically got an F major inversion, but with that sort of minor feel. Yeah. And then you go the semitone above, and you got the notes of a uh, some of the notes minus the D of a D major seven. You know. Like a F diminished. Exactly, yeah, F sharp diminished, which is what I ended up using uh, in the end. So basically, I went from to this sort of thing. And then I needed something to get back to the A minor, so I didn't want to just go back down to the F again, so what I ended up doing is this. Tasty. Tasty tunes. What are those chords? So we got an A minor, um, then an F inversion, but with an A in the bass, and then basically a, you know, a D major inversion down to D7, and then you got, uh, to bring it right around again, you got G major, and then E major. Okay. And then, so that's basically the verse, but then I moved it to guitar. Um, which is what I'm going to move over to now. I moved it to guitar and changed the key. Okay, so I was I took it to the guitar, and uh, oh, I left my plectrum over on the piano. Can you pass oh, that yeah. to me, please? You fool! Where is it? There we go. Mad fool! Thank you. And so I'm on the guitar, and I'm still playing it in uh, A minor at this point. So I got this. Which is nice, but what I wanted to do was... I had a little pop up on my computer. Anyway, it's worried. <laughs> yeah, I was always like... Uh, what I wanted to do is uh, have it so it had a bit more tonal richness, I guess. So what I'll often do is write in E major, which uh, for anyone who's heard uh, my previous weekly songs and knows about keys and that knows I'll write an E major all the time. I did wonder why a few of them had E major. Yeah, it's just, it suits my voice. I can do the falsetto notes and everything. It's just work. So um, for this one, I wanted to have it so, not just so I could sing it, but so I it like had this sort of... 
high E always going on in the riff. Yeah. And so I had this thing here, and then I take away, and then I've got, instead of a C sharp, I've got the root as an A now. So it's this nice open chord that has this nice, like... So it's almost like you're playing a A major 7. Basically, yeah, A major 7. And then instead of my obviously going up to a D major 7, if I was in C, because I'm in E, it's an F sharp major 7. And then luckily, because I'm playing an, an E on every chord, the E creates the 7. So already you've got this kind of nice feel to the thing. Uh, and then uh, I needed my same chords again, which would be a B major, and then my fifth below my C sharp minor is obviously G sharp major. But instead of having a, a seven, I've got this uh, other chord, which I don't know the name of. But you've got an E at the top of the chord, as opposed to what would normally be a an F sharp in that chord. You've got a high E, so you're going. It's got that kind of like dissonance in it, but nice dissonance. Exactly. And you hear that, and you don't want to stay on that forever, so it has to resolve back to, and you still got the E going on, so it's got, it's got this whole, which lends itself to the vocal melody. So I thought, I don't just want to play it like this, with this sort of ongoing thing, because it's a little bit slow and dreary, so what I started to do is I started to finger pick it. But I'm not a very good finger picker, so I started to play with the plectrum, which gives it a bit more sort of uh, punch. Punch, exactly. And uh, I've done the opposite of you by talking about the song before I play it, but I guess it's as good a time as any to go into well, it. Well, I was going to say, I'm going to ask you questions afterwards about it anyway. So. Okay. And uh, there's one thing in the lyrics uh, which I didn't even. You know, when you write something and then you don't even realize it made poetic sense until afterwards? Yeah. And there's, there's a use of the words red and blue in this song, which I didn't even realise until I had recorded it, until it was done. So uh, I guess listen out for that, but um, the song's called uh, Fireworks Night, um, and here it is. Maybe soon I'll have 
one more ticket left for you Oh baby blue Striking while the iron's getting colder every night Oh and I have no idea What to do Fireworks night, weekly song uh, 15. 15 for you. 15 for me, yeah. one for the podcast. And uh, yeah, what I was saying about the lyrics, the, uh, the red and blue thing, I was just riffing around on, uh, picking up the guitar again, riffing around on uh, the C sharp minor, and I couldn't come up with a melody for it. There was nothing really implied in it that I could pick up on. Yeah. So I was uh, thinking, like, but I wanted something a bit more catchy. So all I could come up with, like your happy birthday thing on your song, was um, Baby Blue, and then, you know, the line, you know just as well as I do, uh, rhymes, you know, yeah. classic songwriting. <laughs> it's kind of good if your songs can do that. Um, but I don't, like the, I don't like the lyric Baby Blue, because it's not something I'd call anyone, or say, or even really use in the song. And I tried other things like, um, like in the second verse, I say maybe soon, which is just obviously a rhyme of that. Um, but I couldn't use that for the entire thing because the song's supposed to address somebody and describe them as a firework. Yeah. So, any, anyway, so in the, I had this baby blue thing, and then I was like, you know, just as well as I do, somebody else is coming soon, and uh, I thought like he should be like regal and like something to envy. So he should have um, like a scarlet uniform on, like a you know, like a general. Like Scarlet November, you were sort of saying. Like Scarlet November, and that's kind of where the firework thing started to seep into my head lyrically, and then so I've oh, got, already got oh. Baby Blue and Scarlet November, red and blue, and then in the chorus, obviously, I say change from the sky from red to blue. Basically, yeah. And see, I I thought you would have. Uh come up with um when i was thinking about it like scarlet november oh you put that in because it's about fire uh, like describing someone as a firework i didn't realize you wrote that bit first i wrote that bit i wrote that bit first and um like uh just just to sorry to just to ask like is that like normally your thing you just write from start to finish pretty much yeah i mean that is pretty the much the choruses are well. pretty much the same but the the first verse is always way more dreamlike. Like you, I told you the other you night. You were saying this the other day. Like, um, what was the song you were using as an example? Sandbox games. No, no, wait, not sandbox games. Um, it's a bad example. That's actually. You can fly me. You can't fly me to the moon. What's yeah, you know, uh, find it where it comes. Find it where it comes. You can't fly me to the moon. 
you can't make me live forever, but it's all right. It doesn't really mean anything. But by yeah. the second verse, I'm saying, you know, try not to hate a stupid diction. The way he preaches about nutrition, in many ways, is probably right. Blah, blah, blah. But he always eats burgers at, at the, the end, end of the, the night. night. <laughs> and, um, but so then I'm actually talking about a character. There's actually someone I'm talking about. Whereas in the first verse, it's just like ambling. And you can kind of tell that I'm just trying to find words and melodies. I'm just trying to find something. So it's the same with this song, really. But the difference is that this one it informs the chorus. Mm. And the chorus is like the part where you go, oh, okay, I kind of see what this song's about. Yeah. But um, the verses one. So anyway, like, long story short, I recorded the vocal track and I looked back and went, there's this red and blue thing going on with Scarlet and Baby Blue and the red and blue sky and, you know, complete accident, complete accident. Didn't even mean to do it, but... I can say that I do... I, what I do like about your songwriting is that you just take chords that are just the wrong key and you make them fit perfectly. Like I was noticing you were doing something. I mean, this is a compliment, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but I was noticing you were doing something where, like, uh, you were trying to resolve back to E major, and you would go. Most people would just go. Which, um, for those mm. of you who can't see my guitar hands on the fretboard or don't have perfect pitch in your ears, is um, which is pretty much everyone, um, <laughs> including us, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, neither of us are perfect pitch at all. I can barely sing. But um, that was B major to A major to E major, which is uh, five, normal four, five, five or one. Mm. Yeah. Whereas I've noticed you do this once or twice before, but it stuck out to me in this song as being like quite cool. Is that you go major five, uh, minor fourth. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with this song. Yeah, I'm stuck. I'm stuck on the seat. <laughs> with, with this song in particular, like, and I do it in other ones too, but like, it, the melody, kind of could be over very much like one, five, and four chords. Um, but I kind of like while I'm writing, I go, I throw a spanner in the works a bit. So like, mm. the chorus could go, and I'm probably going to screw this up now, but the chorus could kind of go. You know, it fits. Just one, four, five, and six chords. So you've got yeah. your majors and then one minor. But instead, I wanted that kind of like rise and fall, kind of like musical chords type of thing. And I mean, like musical show and stuff. So like, I've got that kind yeah. of. Which is. Um, well, you're building movement into the sequence. It feels like it's going somewhere more then. Exactly. Like, uh, you know, the whole Howard Goodall thing where he describes in the chords where you kind of got like. I, ba- I basically showed him a Howard Goodall documentary. He's been watching all of them. Loving them. <laughs> so you got that, and then that leads to. And then it's just resolution. It just wants to go back to that. But you want to kind of take it on a snaky journey before. Yeah. Snaky journey. A snaky journey. It could be the podcast name. Yeah. Sneaky Journey, the weekly song podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I just Should introduce to... it to the Boston Cobra, mate. Snaky. Sneaky. <laughs> oh, like I say, Sam was listening to that the other day. Like He loves that song. He probably loves it. Well, like he listened to it independently of seeing me play it. No, no, no. We, we, we oh, were, when we were at the open yeah, mic night. We were, yeah, but we were talking about it. He really loves that song, but he goes, I can't like this song anymore. Why? There aren't cost, uh, Cobras in Boston. <laughs> What about if someone has one as a pet? <laughs> yeah, no, I tried to explain to that, uh, that to him, but he's only joking, he's only joking. No, no, true, true, true. Well, it's hardly a real sequence of events. <laughs> yeah, I did the try. Pony, the pony went, we, so... we got into a whole debate about what it means to be a Christian pony. <laughs> like, we're sort of saying, like, oh, but, like, no, but it's a 
pony that's raised in a Christian era. No, but you know, it can't, we live in a Christian area and we're not Christians. So, you know, it, you know, it's a Christian as <laughs> a pony that's chosen to become Christian. But how does it, how does it get to church every week? It gets there by walking. It's a horse. Yeah. But how does it participate in mass? <laughs> it doesn't. It's a pony. <laughs> ponies don't have theology. <laughs> Gotta bear this in mind. Theological ponies. It's brilliant. <laughs> There's another podcast name. Theological Ponies. Oh God, we're stuck. The Weekly Song Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Miming on the Radio. Because you can't see what we're doing. We could be doing anything. Oh, there's an elephant outside! Oh my God, there is as well. How did that get here? Oh, I thought you I thought you were just about to do um, Nina Simone then. Doom, 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 doom. such a good like nice use of that bass line just changing the chords on the oh you can play it yeah I can play the original key on bass as well Need a phone cover of her. I don't know any of the words. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to start singing. I know the first verse. Yeah, that's about that's it. That's pretty much it. Great song, though. Great song. Yeah. What I found interesting about it the other day when I thought about it, it's just basically the same verse twice. Lyrically? Yeah, it's the same lyrics. Really? Yeah. Isn't the first verse like, my baby don't care for clothes and cars and stuff, and the second one's like... No, it's literally the same. She uh, changes the arrangement a little bit, like... Baby, my baby don't care for shows And he don't even care for clothes He cares for me It's the same word, but she sings it slightly differently My baby don't care B minor Yeah, B minor B minor Yeah, B minor E, uh, e major A I'm trying to think uh... What were you going to say? I can't remember. The only thing I can think I was going to say is uh, kind of to do with next week's song, but probably okay. shouldn't go there, should we? Uh, well, I suppose you can give a tantalising tease. All right, I might even not, not in the music yet, but I need to go to the piano for this. Right, so um, a chord I like. Fantastic. Is um, I was playing through We Are The Champions the other day in D major. The chorus was in D major, and I'm going to play this wrong, okay? This is going to be wrong. Okay. But the way I played it... He I says that because I'm the world's biggest Queen fan. <laughs> I'm going to play it wrong, but when I was playing it wrong, I found a chord I liked. So I was like, We are the champions, my friend. And we'll keep on fighting till the end. And then I went... Oh, no, 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 it's at the beginning. It's at the beginning. So, we are the champions, my friend. doing is I'm in D major so I'm playing a minor fourth which would normally be a sorry a, the fourth which would normally be a G major I'm playing a G minor instead which I always do that's just the thing I do 
um, but this time instead of having my, my bass notes be G and D, which are the first and fifth of that chord, I'm actually playing the first and fifth of the fifth chord in the scale, uh, A major and E. So I got this A, E, and then in the right hand I got G, A sharp, D, which is obviously G minor. So you got this. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's just an alter- alternate version of what I sometimes do anyway. So instead of kind of going. You now got this more rich chord where you go. that thing when you play around the bass you can sort of just get so much more out of um out of your chords essentially exactly what is so. that chord called though I don't, I don't really know my chord names too well uh, got an e up there but down there see what see you play bass in piano differently to what i do i play one note in the bass but you play a one and a five so to me what you're playing is and it's going to work really well visually on an audio-only medium. But I don't. I'm going to try and describe this uh, as I'm playing it. But that's the version. That's the version of the top chord that Roger is playing. That's what I would play. With it's got that extra note on the bottom. Uh, so you do all that with the right hand. So I would call that E diminished seventh over a G. Whereas. And then if I got an A, so it was... Uh, over an A even, sorry. But anyway, yeah, so that's probably going to be a next week's weekly song, if it's on piano. You're but... just, just in the middle of the song, you'll just have to stop and just whisper into the microphone, and there's a ding, <laughs> that's the chord. Ding, da, 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 da. And just go straight back in as if nothing happened. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that's week one wrapped up, isn't it? Yeah, see, that feels like a good place to call it. It's four o'clock. It's four, it's four well, o'clock. For us now, in the present moment, it's four o'clock. No, on, it's even for the listeners, it's four o'clock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're not listening to this at four o'clock... It's four o'clock. Just unsubscribe, because you're not welcome. Dude, <laughs> we need to build our subscriber base. You can't I'm just joking. tell them. I'm joking. I love them. Ah, you you were playing them. the japes. I was playing the japes. I love the guys over there on the old interwebs. On the interwebs, yeah. Yeah. Our uh, our imagined listeners. Yeah. So that's it for this week, isn't it? Yeah. We'll see you next week with more songs, more music, more things, and more things to go wrong. Yeah. So uh, another seven days to write another song. All right. Well, we'll see you next week then. See you next week. Bye. Bye.